Kilaim, Perak Base, Mishnah Yud, 210. Now we have the last mission that discusses the space in between different patches or fields of various types of plants. And finally, we explicitly talk about the requirements for the Besa, um, or the 6x6 Tzvachim, as the case may be. Now, as you said, when we talk about the, the Besa as a space, there's two approaches in the Mepharshim, what we're talking about over here. Everyone agrees that we're dealing with the problem of appearing in the Kayem to allowing to grow two species um, too close together, having as if you've planted them together, or they're commingling. And therefore, the principle at work here is the two different species of plants must be visually distinct. Now, the way that's achieved is by a mechanism that is a base rova in size. Again, base rova, the 24th of a base saw, which ends up being roughly 10 by 10, a little bigger, but let's call it 10 by 10, almost. Something like 5 by 5 meters. 15 by 15 feet, something like that. So we need this base rova, but there's a fundamental machlokus what that base rova is all about. According to most Mepharshim, including the Bartanura, our hero, what we're talking about is a blank, unplanted area, the size of a base rova, which is a intercedes between the different fields. In other words, if you have wheat and barley growing side by side, at the edge of those two fields where they come together, you'll have to have an area of a base rova, roughly 10 by 10 almost, of nothing unplanted, um, land, which will act as a divider between these two fields. Now, according to that, when you, if let's say the Fargum would say you had a massive 20 by 20 field of wheat and a 20 by 20 field of barley. So in the middle of the two of them, between the two on the edge, you'll have to have an empty unplanted area of land. But then that only goes 10 deep, 10 almost deep. Beyond that, the two fields will converge and come together. Some Achornim explain that they can just right, really come right up to each other. And some understand that it has to, the space has to taper, kind of like a triangle, if you will, um, from 10 to, towards zero, but never actually you know, getting to zero. They never actually have planted one next to the other. It's just a converging kind of triangle of unplanted area. So it would be a triangle beyond the square of unplanted, kind of like a house shape, like a pentagonal shape. Um, that's how most learn according to Bartanura. The other approach is that of the Rosh Cerilio and the Gra. The Rosh Cerilio, again, Mafarish on the Yushalmi in Kilaim, the Gra in his parish of Mishnayis. Understand that there's no requirement ever to have a blank, unplanted area of, you know, of, of a base rova. That never comes into play. The base rova is referring to the size of the field itself. That is to say, if you have two fields that are sufficiently large, one of wheat and one of barley, says the Gra and the Rosh Cerilio, then they're visually distinct, even if they're touching one next to the other, because it's perfectly clear this massive area is all wheat, this massive area is all barley. So according to them, we're never worried about the spacing between the wheat and the barley. We're just talking about the space of the dimensions of the barley field and the wheat field. If they're sufficiently large, they're visually distinct. And anyone can see from a distance, oh, that's wheat and that's separate and distinct from barley. So the base rova, according to them, is the size requirement of each field so that they stand alone, even though there's no spacing between them. Okay? So 
the mission first discusses the calculations of the base rove a little more, and then we'll go back to talking about where the base rove is applicable. So first the mission says, Koshu Basoch base rova, in that base rove of space, whatever is in it, even something that's unplantable, let's say you have like, you know, like cracks in the ground that are filled with water. So like little puddles, you know, like or little, I don't know, little like ponds or something, whatever it is. So those little puddles or ponds are filled up crevices of water. Even though you can never plant in such a crevice, and therefore it might look like the reason that you've got it unplanted is you know, I'm going to explain this first according to the Bartanura and most, and then we'll go back to the Grah. So we're talking about the base rova here being an unplanted area. So even though you could never plant in that little crevice that's filled with water, for argument's sake, um, it doesn't matter. One wouldn't say, oh, really, it's not visually distinct, and the reason he didn't plant there is he would have planted there, but he couldn't because of the, you know, the water there. No, as long as there is a space of, of uh, a base rova, and therefore it separates the two fields of, let's say, wheat and barley. Um, the wheat and barley are visually distinct, and it doesn't matter that there's a reason why you might have not otherwise planted there anyways in that blank space, because it had a, a crack filled with water. So whatever is in the base rova, it doesn't matter. All the business base rova, it counts for the base rova. And similarly, if in that base rova of unplanted field, you have a chilas you have the work area around a, a vine, a grapevine, um, as we'll learn later in the Masechta, you have to leave around every vine, trunk of every great vines, no, trunk, um, a radius of six tfachim, uh, around it, uh, where you don't plant anything else because it's kilaim. So again, the idea is, even though there's a great, the perimeter, achilles agefen, the perimeter around the grapevine, that you couldn't plant anyways, even though you couldn't plant it, doesn't mean it doesn't serve as an effective divider um, to make these two fields of wheat and barley, for argument's sake, visually distinct. And the same goes with a kever. If you have, like, say, an unmarked grave in the middle of your base rova. Now, the reason you can't plant on it is because it's forbidden to plant atop of a grave. But nevertheless, um, the base rova remains big and empty and therefore acts to separate the two fields and let them be visually distinct. Vahasela, um, same goes for bedrock. Bedrock with you, you know, bedrock protruding from the ground in the field. Of course, you can't plant there because there's no soil. And therefore, again, you might think one might have thought that you didn't plant there for reasons other than just as a as a hecker to divide the two fields of wheat and barley. But no, it's not true. As long as it's unplanted, it's effective as a divider. All those things, all in the middle space rova, all those, whatever's inside the base rova area is included in the base rova. So it's, you know, base rova ignoring whatever happens to be in the middle of it. That's the pshat according to the Bartanura and almost all, and all the other Rishonim. According to the Gra and the Rush Cerilio, we're talking about the wheat field itself or the barley field itself. Each one has to be a base rova in size. And even if it's not a solid base rova because there's a segment or section inside the wheat field that couldn't be planted because it's a crack filled with water or it's got in it uh, like a, a work area of a, of a grape vine, even let's say the grape vine's out of the area, but it's, you know, with it, it's within the corner of the grape vine, the work area, so, you know, enters into the fields, you couldn't plant your wheat there, or you have an Amar grave over there, or you have bedrock growing over there, and therefore you haven't got a solid, homogenous, 10 and a bit by 10 and a bit um, area of wheat, because there's a section that isn't planted for whatever reason. It doesn't matter, since uh, in total, it's still a 10 by 10 area, it's visually distinct, um, that's sufficient. Okay, now the Mishnah goes and finally says, after all this talk, exactly when the base rova applies. So we have, Tvua but Tvua, 
if you have two fields, um, one planted within or beside the other, and we're not talking about starting on all four sides, but if you plant wheat next to barley, where you have a big barley field and you want to plant wheat amongst the barley, just again, not enclosed on all four sides, then base rova, what you need to have is a base rova as, according to Barthora, a divider between the two. And according to the gra, etc., it's going to be that the wheat you planted amongst the barley has to be a base rova inside. Um, yerek be yerek. On the other hand, if you're not planting um, tvua, grain, which would be, you know, the chamesh aminum, etc., grain, instead you're planting different kinds of vegetables. You got turnips, you got radishes, you got uh, collard greens or whatever it is, cabbages, etc., and you're planting them in squares, so then you need to have not a base rova, because you don't normally plant vegetables in such large areas. Rather, shisha tfachim, a mere six tefach square um, would be enough, or six tefach dividing of unplanted area between the square of vegetable A and the square of vegetable B. Again, that's according to the Bartanura, that it's an unplanted area. According to the Gra and the Rosh Cerilio, you won't have to do that at all. Instead, you could just um, plant the two vegetables side by side, no problem, as long as each of the vegetable patches are sufficiently large, and how sufficiently large? Six by six tfachim is sufficiently large. Tfubi yerek, what happens if you have, um, amongst your greens, you plant grain, or yerek b'tavua, amongst your grain fields, you plant some kind of green, some vegetable, whatever it is, the rule is base rova, this first shita is that it doesn't matter, the area that we're talking about, if you have a square planted area, has to be a whole base rova inside of each. The grains and the greens both must be base rova inside to be visually distinct, um, according to the gra. And according to the, according to the, the bartonura, et cetera, means an unplanted area the size of a base rova between your grains and greens. Rebliezer disagrees and he says, Yarak Batvua, if you're planting a vegetable patch, a patch of uraklos, of greens, um, beside or within or next to a grain field, then shisha tefachim is sufficient. You don't need a full base rova. Six tefachim will do, uh, meaning the space of unplanted area, according to the Bartanura, between the grains and the greens need not be a whole base rova as the previous Tana held. Rather, a simple um, six by six tefachim would be sufficient. And according to the Gra, we're saying that if you have a big vegetable, uh, sorry, if you have a big grain field and you want to plant a vegetable patch along one of its edges, um, again, not totally surrounded on all four sides, but on one of its edges, no problem, as long as your vegetable patch is six by six tfachim, that's sufficient because it's visually distinct, as a six by six plot of vegetables next to a larger grain field. Um, Halach, however, does not follow Rabbi Eliezer, it follows the Tanakama, meaning that if you have grains and greens side by side, and your grains are in a square area, and your greens in a square area, as opposed to rows, as we discussed previously, we had rows and strips and lines, short rows, etc. But if you have a square of vegetables, you'll need to have, according to Bartanura, the full base row of unplanted area, offsetting the area from the, the grains from the greens. And according to the the, uh, the Gra and the Rosh Cerilio, you'll need to have both, if you have squares, both the grains and the greens be a full base row of inside size to be visually distinct if you want to plant them one next to the other.